Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. You don't know, but we haven't been sitting around this table for like the past three weeks because we've pre-recorded everything so much in advance because we were all away on, for for me, it was like a vacation-ish. Uh, there was some work mixed in, but I went to Jared's sister's wedding. Then we did wedding venue shopping ourselves. Then we went to New York. Then I went to Virginia. Then we went on a joint family cruise. And all this time, I have no idea what Naz has done in two and a half weeks. And it's actually kind of great because we have wonderful (laughs) chatty podcast material where you're going to hear us just actually catch up. I can't wait to hear about this cruise. But before we get to it, Lauren, you said you had I Don't Get It. Okay. Also, I really fucking missed you guys. I miss you you too. I hate hanging out with other people. It's really hard. (laughs) I know. I'm you know, sorry. you have to be like you know, the best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's really like hard the best to do version that. Of myself. I'm like not, I don't even have a best version of myself anymore because, yeah. Yeah. But I feel <laughs> like when you're not around your friends, it's mainly like navigating egos and like, you know what I mean? It all have, is. Yeah. Anyways, Lauren, what are your I don't get it? Okay. My I don't get it. I wrote down on my phone last night. My dad and I were eating. We're eating Food Paradise. We're watching Food Paradise, and there was a pizza episode, mm-hmm. and everyone was folding their pizza during. I this don't understand episode. that at all. I'm a pizza folder. You know uh, this. Why? But not with no with certain pizza like Domino's. You're not going to fold right because it's like a lot of bread. But the big flat slices, like the New York slices, you're just cutting your bites that's in what half. I, that's what I'm saying. You're you're it's cutting your enjoyment in half. No, but you're getting more of a cheesier, breadier greasier bite then just uh, take a larger bite in the to the triangle i don't know i just feel like the pizza's going by really fast if you have a whole pie to yourself sure <laughs> fold it but if you are like sparingly i'm just gonna get one <laughs> slice then definitely eat it bite by bite and lauren honestly, when have we ever fucking gotten one slice i don't know we always have a Skinny whole bitches pie. out there <laughs> i don't know i mean then i feel like it gets even drippier because then all the cheese is like squeezing Some together people really and like the, the drip. oil oh really i think i see for me I love the if, if hands are getting dirty in the process that takes away from the enjoyment of whatever food it is like if it's a greasy burger even though it's delicious the experience isn't as satisfying if i have oil all over my hands 100 percent. if it's falling right. apart then you don't yeah. you want to just get through it without it falling yes. completely apart and then you don't remember to enjoy it that's why we like shake shack so yeah. much because it's so clean nothing's ever dripped out of it 100 percent. it's not as messy as in and out yeah i oh yeah i love that theory i think you're right but i'm gonna try eating a pizza by not folding it and see if i like it as much i think i'm just too much of a fat ass deep down where i'm like i want all this right now oh my god i want the biggest bite right now (laughs) yeah i've I've always tacoed my pizza i feel like a lot of people will try to be authentic new york seeming by folding their pizza even though that that's not truly them is that a, is that an authentic NYC thing? Yeah, that's totally a New York, New yeah, York City thing. I'm just gonna fold this and walk down the street without like thinking about <laughs> it. Yeah, well, because you need your other hand for the cannoli, you know. Oh, yeah. it's like so annoying when you see like business women like they're like on the phone oh. and they have like their pizza pizza rolled up, and you're like, come on, it's cut like, me just a sit break. down and enjoy the fucking yeah. pizza. Yeah. If but you're, it, like, <laughs> folding your pizza because you, like, need to d- multitask, no. Then eat a salad. Then eat a Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Drink a green drink. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to sit and savor. But that's such a New York thing, you, you know, know, to, like, walk and have, like, yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, that's what I'm that- saying. Like, people, I don't know. If you're really like that, then fine. Fucking go for it. Lauren, if we had a clothing line, I'd one of our graphic tees would be sit and savor. 
We sit and savor. <laughs> that is such a good yes. line. Hashtag, someone please hashtag that. It's so true though. Like food tastes so much better, A, when it's free and B, when you're sitting down and you can smell it and you mm-hmm. get your stomach ready to digest and excited for mm-hmm. it. Not when you like, I have to shove this shit in my mouth. Right. Like my mom will sit down on the couch with the, the dogs attacking oh I her don't trying understand. to get a bite. And she's like holding the plate up in the air while like feeding herself. I'm like, sit down at a table, yeah. you know, like enjoy it. She doesn't even realize she's eating because she's just trying to get it before the dogs get it. It's the way my mom eats. It's a whole other I don't get it. But that's, <laughs> yeah. Eating um, standing up sucks. My second I don't get it, which is so random, but I was watching something on like Discovery the other day and this guy was a beekeeper. And I just remember growing up thinking beekeeper was like, it was like, you're a doctor, you're a teacher, or you're a beekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> it was such like a like a standard job you could possibly have when you were younger. Do you remember that? Go ahead, Ash. Oh, I was going to say, I think for you, that came from the Mary Kate and Ashley, the first Mr. Detective Agency. Oh, their dog. Because it was scary. Because remember, it was out in that beekeeper house. Yes. And then like they thought a ghost, it was a ghost, but it was really a beekeeper. Yeah, I think that's why you thought. But it was always a like in school, well, it, it was like career, the beekeeper. But... I'm like, why are we so obsessed with these beekeepers in school? But then you completely forget about them. Yeah, it's so funny you bring that up because I was reading an article about how like so basically Albert Einstein said when the last bee dies, like we we as like human civilization aren't taking care of our bees and they actually help the world go around. <laughs> wow. And Gurgi's excited about it. Um, <laughs> they actually helped the world go round. And basically, like, the beehive community, Lauren, is freaking out because our generation doesn't want to be beekeepers. Oh so they're, no they're going out of their way to make urban beekeeping a thing. So now there's rooftops in New York City, like this massive city, and they're trying to make, like, urban beekeeping a thing. And they pay amazingly, obviously. Shit. No because Lauren, this could ironically be your calling. No, I just thought that when you brought it up, I looked at you and I was like, you would look so good in a hazmat bee too. <laughs> You'd be like Monsters, Inc. chic. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Well, that's actually very inf- interesting information. Ness. I can see you like catering to the bees. You'd be like, come little bees. You have to like gas them and then cut me. up their combs and I don't know. You'd be like the bee lady. Yeah, because honeycomb is mad expensive. I don't know why I know that random useless bit of information, <laughs> so but I read that. It was like a BuzzFeed article or something I read. Well, those are my two out-of-gets for the week. Lauren, uh, just speaking of, you know, you growing up, I, I don't know. You just celebrate your, thir- your, your 30th, <laughs> 13th birthday. Guys, it was just Lauren's 28th, 28th birthday. birthday. And I got her a pretty cool gift to my own horn. Lauren, tell everyone about it. <laughs> Ashley got me. <gasps> Wait, is this your I don't get it? No, no, there's no I don't get it. I'm just talking right now. Oh, okay, cool. My I don't get it is coming later. Yeah, I got an I don't get it too. Okay. Um, Ashley got. <laughs> Damn it, Gurgay! <laughs> Gurgay! <laughs> So again, for my birthday, Ashley got me the haunted, so haunted hotel room <laughs> at the Hotel Coronado in San Diego. So yeah. I'm will be in one week's time waking up to a dead woman at the foot of my bed. <laughs> Lauren's <laughs> ultimate dream in life. Or fucking brushing her hair. Remember when we talked to that mystic Michaela lady and you unveiled the fact that like, they like come and wake oh, you up and like yeah. push you and like stroke your hair. No, yeah. yeah, I'm scared oh, for you, stroke Lauren. Your hair. No, they don't stroke my hair. They'll like whisper in my ear I, or um, I do push me. feel like That's because scary. you are so open to the ghost, she may be very communicative with you. I mean, there's going to be equipment on 
every corner of that room. So let's explain a little bit further. So we stayed at the Hotel de Coronado um, a couple years ago, and, you know, we heard all about the haunted ghosts. It's like, it's not just like, oh, it's haunted. It's haunted, isn't it? It's like, no, like this hotel is like now known for its ghosts because she's that prevalent. So I call yesterday. It was the most awkward phone call of all of life. I'm like, hi, um, I was hoping to get a reservation on the 29th in... Should I say the 29th? Whatever. Hi, I was wondering if I can get a reservation in the Haunted Wing. And then, like, it's owned by a Hilton. So they're like, oh, um, we can't. I, I have to get a call the actual hotel now right. to see if, what this Haunted Wing is you speak of. So she goes, <laughs> she gets the detail, and they're like, okay, well, we've written notes as to, like, which rooms and wings are, like, the most haunted, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, yeah, like, anything in the Haunted Wing works for me. So then the hotel calls me about half an hour later and they're uh-huh. like, hi, we heard that you were interested in the haunted wing. Um, I have the actual room that the dead girl stayed in. <laughs> Wait, so what, why is it haunted? There's <laughs> who girl, died there? Kate, who went, she like had a mental breakdown of some kind. She went there. I think her boyfriend, her husband, her husband, her husband and her may- seemed to have been on a break. And then she was waiting for a fellow to join her over Thanksgiving. Oh shit. In the, the 1880s or something. Never came. Her husband never, whatever. They never reconciled. And she threw herself down the staircase. Oh really? <gasps> yeah. Because he didn't come. You yeah. know, I love staircase murders. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So anyway, isn't it, it crazy? You can fucking die falling love. down a staircase. And there was, what kind of bullshit is that? That is wacky. I want a for one story home. I know, right? Like, I just want to crack my neck a little bit and just lay there until I stop breathing. But, um, Um, but there also was stories that she went there to have an abortion because she had some pills with her that were like abortion pills or something. So maybe she threw herself down the stairs for another reason and actually died. Anyway, um, now Lauren is going to stay in the room that she stayed in during her stay. Yeah, During her visit so, in 1880. Hopefully we'll still be a three-person podcast <laughs> in the next coming Or week. you may have a demon of Kate. <laughs> well, Jared and that I want to make sure you... That bunny impersonation. <laughs> that, <laughs> that you don't bring the Ouija board. I'm not going to... I wouldn't... I'm not ridiculously... <laughs> Stupid. Okay. That's for like touristy haunted people. No, if you guys didn't know, Ouija boards are a little bit different. They bring in demons. They're not ghosts. Actually, I, I know. Ouija I'm just letting people know okay. out there. So now that I'm 30 and old, I've really noticed a lot of changes in my body. I don't know if it's a mental thing, but I just feel exhausted all the time. I feel like I can't digest the way I used to. Mm-hmm. So I thought it's time to actually start daily, taking a daily vitamin to help me out with all those things. So I've been using Ritual. It's a vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free vitamin. And it bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea because it's a delayed release capsule. This is so huge for me because I used to not take vitamins because I used to get so nauseous from them. I was like, I can't do that every day. I can't like just wait around and for like, you know, have a whole loaf of bread to prevent the stomach ache. Mm-hmm. Now with Ritual, I don't, don't have, that. I don't have to have They that. also don't smell bad because they're mint scented in an in-bottle tab enriched with pure peppermint oil. So it doesn't have that gross fishy smell or like where you're burping up your vitamins later ew. doesn't smell bad. Ew, 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 ew. It's made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. And it's a patent pending technology in formulation. This is like a truly special vitamin. And a lot of it is designed for women specifically in mind. 
It's subscription-based, so you have no gap in your nutrient levels. It's $30 a month and delivered to your door. Buying the Omega-3 yourself is the cost of a ritual bottle. Which is actually insane. Yeah, if you were to go and buy an Omega-3 at your vitamin store. That would be your, you're only getting Omega. Yeah. And you, for the ritual, you're getting a whole bunch of different ones for the same price. And ever since I've started using them, I have noticed a little, a little bit of a difference in my energy levels and my digestion. Everything just seems to be running a little bit better. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals that they need on a daily basis. And Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients that women lack the most. This is for you guys. And I'm sorry to our few guy listeners out there. Ritual is for you women. So go to ritual.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T, and choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up today at ritual.com slash get it. Um, Wait, can I hear about this cruise now? Because I'm dying to hear how the fucking cruise went. Well, the cruise went really great. I mean, how long did you guys go? So your your four days family, yeah, met Jared's family for the first time well, ever. Clarify, Lauren has met his parents. Lauren's met his sister. Jared, Jared has obviously met me. <laughs> Shannon, you know, they no, everybody I mean, has met your parents and his parents. Yeah, but like everybody has met multiple times except but for mom our and parents. Dad. Right, 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 have not met each other. There is like a little bit of confusion around the Instagram that I posted. Okay, so our parents had never met and they got along just splendidly. My mom like, has been talking about Nancy all week. My mom is obsessed with Nancy. She's also so obsessed with fred yeah i can only hope that they like mom and dad as much as my mom just she cannot stop talking about them she goes do you don't know you don't know how lucky you are to have in-laws like this yeah like do you know how <laughs> do you know how long i had to wait to win bubby over Aww. it took me 35 years and you just have the most wonderful issues cannot stop I mean, honestly, that just sparked my mind that we should do an in-laws podcast because I bet some in-laws oh should just ruin talk. some fucking marriages. Oh, oh, there's that. Or we could just have the four of them come on and talk. Oh, yeah. No, totally. But um, okay, so that went amazing. You're right, you're right. I want to yeah. meet Nancy and Fred. I've heard so much about They're them. They're truly the cutest people you'll ever meet. And like, then Lauren Jack went, Jack right? Went, so how was, was that? It was so fun. Like, he didn't know that... He'd never been f- on a cruise before. He never been on a cruise before. He didn't know like that all the food was like inclusive. So he's like, so like no when we go to the buffet, like where do, do we swipe our card? Is like college. <laughs> and I'm like, no, you go up there and take as much as you want again and again and again. And he gained a few pounds. He looks adorable. Uh, and okay. The what? farts in our, in our uh, cabin were real. The <laughs> last day of the cruise, he ate so much. He ate two entrees he, at he dinner. Threw up. He threw up. Yeah. His stomach he was said, so excited. My stomach all said, I can't expand. Did you, you guys did Royal Caribbean, right? Yes. Did they, are they the ones that have that pizza bar that's open 24 yes. seven? Yes, ma'am. Oh, that, that shit is, is the so one. clutch. Yes. Um, and all the parents were good with the Jacks of well, the world. Jack had a great moment. Jack um, <laughs> shined at karaoke, obviously. Oh, so he got up there. He's like, Sweet Home one, Alabama. Two, three, he was like, hey, let's go. And it's like, you know, he's quiet and like shy when it comes to like a big table of people. Right. And everyone's like, we're going to do karaoke? Okay, let's go to karaoke. We go to karaoke. He's the first one to sign up. He gets up there and everyone's just like, what? This guy can Aww. actually sing. And everyone yeah. was like cheering for like the rest of the trip. They're, that's amazing yeah. Yeah. but when it was karaoke round two he he got the hiccups because he ate too much and then threw up but that's not because so he was nervous because he was full yeah but do you, you guys had your own room right yeah, yeah all the couples there yeah. was no amazing. no random wheels there was just i wasn't ten a wheels, random wheel and there were five sets of wheels i have to ask this did you make jared paint you like one of his french girls oh no but wait till you see what we did do 
recreate Titanic. Yes, scenes. we recreated a Titanic scene that I've obviously, obviously, of course, always wanted to do. Right. But he did it like you know he's my soulmate because he said let's just not tape it from one angle. Let's tape it from three angles Aww, to like cut it together and cut it together. And I'm like, wow. Lauren, did you shoot this? You oh, I shot one of my the dad angles. did. My dad did. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. It's he's just a little a little schmoo. I mean, like that is the ultimate compatibility. Can test. I just say <laughs> one thing? Jack and I assumed we would buy condoms on the cruise ship. But they don't sell condoms on the cruise. What? What is you it? A baby making bus? I was like, <laughs> Jack was like, the maybe fuck? they don't sell condoms. So you remember the time where you had to make this baby? They and then said you come if you back. went to the doctor's office. I, we went to the doctor's office. They don't have condoms there. No. They want us to get pregnant. That's no way. Crazy. It was so crazy. The guy at like the convenience store goes, be careful, I guess. <laughs> No way. Yeah. That's like fantasy suites used to not have condoms. They do now. What? what? In Courtney Robertson's book, she no. said that her fantasy suite that didn't is... have any condoms in it. Well, he as... hid them then. Yes. I'm sorry. As long as I worked on that show, yeah. everyone yeah, no, had a totally. condom. That's crazy. No, Why would they, they want like more drama to get pregnant or something? No, I have no idea. I, I never experienced this. I'm just saying that's what Courtney said. You know what I think of when I think of cruises? It's funny when you said um, condom. It sparked my memory that I'm always like, <laughs> what if someone like gives birth on a cruise and they're like, where were you born? And you're like, in the ocean. Well, like, what is your to do that, but. But what well, if you like, did? Like, what's your premature? There's a hospital, or not a hospital in the basement. There's an infirmary in the basement. <laughs> so, like, but what's your birthplace? Your like birthplace the Royal is... Caribbean ecstasy. Oh my god! What is your fucking birthplace? <laughs> the Royal Caribbean ecstasy. Like, I want to know. Your birthplace is literally <laughs> the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, but I'm sure babies are born on boats. In that case, I don't like cruise ships. So maybe like on your birth certificate, Mariner of the Seas. Yeah, guys, <laughs> babies amazing. have definitely been Horrible. born on cruise ships. I'm sure. I'm sure. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%, Did you guys? Okay. I, I showed Lauren this. I didn't show her, but there was this viral video last week going around of this woman delivering her fifth child in the front seat of the car because she uh-uh. wouldn't make it to, she didn't make it to the hospital. Ugh. But I was so highly disturbed by it. Why? But I'm not really sure why. Because you were scared. That she didn't have like doctors around in case something went wrong. No, it was because she was. It, I didn't she had see a kid it in the back she was screaming in front her. of her other baby. Oh, you thought the other kids would so, be traumatized. Yeah. So she was facing her other child while delivering. Like yeah. she was in a doggy style position and delivering with her face facing her like three year old. I mean, those kids are just going to grow up fast. They probably don't... When you're, like, that little, you don't think things are weird, like how we do as adults. We're like, whoa, that's crazy. They probably don't even know what it is. They probably think it's normal. Right? No, Just, like, she's totally butt-ass naked. Well, duh. But she did, like, at least put a baggy t-shirt on. (laughs) What? What does it matter? I know I'm going to get so much shit for this, but, like, it makes me feel very uncomfortable to see a totally butt-ass naked I guess you're thinking that if you saw mom giving birth fully naked, you'd flip out. If if she was like this, and I know this is horrible because I know that Jade did it on her, on, like, her elbows, you know? And I think that's, like, a really great position. I will probably request that. Yeah. But there's something about the car, if you were in the, you know, standard birthing position that would be a little bit less traumatic looking than a full-ass naked woman screaming into the face of her child. <laughs> okay, well, I gotta see this video. I just like the <laughs> last Should we thing- press pause and see this video? No, the last thing you're worried about when you're having a kid is what, you're, what you look like. Right. I'm sure the pain... I mean, I wouldn't know, but I'm sure the pain is so... Remember when we had Christina on the podcast? You're not thinking like, oh, I'm naked. 
Yeah. Oh, God. First no. of all, I wouldn't want any yeah, fucking true. clothes on me. I'm always hot. You know. Oh me. yeah. yeah. I have to be in 66 or 68 degrees. It also at all could times. have been like the way the father was talking, like the the husband was talking. He's like, "Oh man, oh man." Uh, and I'm like, "Okay, oh, maybe because the guy was filming when he probably should <laughs> yeah, have been he was helping." Also filming while I don't know. He like knew he was going to create a viral video right. from her his wife's his wife's yeah, birth. Yeah, way to go. You know, <laughs> business. Damn. <clears throat> All right, Naz, you have a lot to inform us on. I haven't gotten your full emotions about a lot of scenarios that went down over the past couple of weeks. But first, let's end it on a light note. I don't get the Mile High Club. I think I've talked about this. Remember we did this? Yeah. Oh, sorry, guys. My mic just fucking fell. Remember we did this on my Insta story? We were all three yeah, of us yeah, on the yeah, couch. No, I know like, this. If you had sex you're on a plane, a you're a fucking liar. Yeah, but we never talked about it on the podcast. And I thought it was a perfect podcast topic because why you want to do that? It makes no sense to me. I believe that you can do it, but I think that I would have a panic attack from claustrophobia. Well, then just get out of the fucking bathroom. No, but who? (laughs) I can barely fit my own body in there. And I am a 135-pound woman. (laughs) So the reason why I think people are lying is because I'm someone who likes to have sex in random places. I get a thrill out of it. I look for it over the guy. Mm -hmm. This is something that I genuinely like to do as a person. And I don't want to. Because to me, me, because you're not even going to have sex. It doesn't make sense. Like, you're not... No one's going to get off. You're not going to finish. Exactly. How? How in that space? Yes, and everyone's just saying, well, I did it once. Yeah, well, if you're on a fucking emirates flight and the fucking bathroom has like two sinks yeah, and a sure. bidet then yeah, yes i understand <laughs> but the average regular economy bathroom does not have enough room nope. or warrant space to have sex it's in. literally the movie just married they they um portrayed that very accurately do you remember that yeah i do vaguely remember that but how do you even fit two cute like human adults in there i know because gurgi and i went to the bathroom today yeah. on the airplane <laughs> Ew, that was, grosses me out we, we couldn't you're talking about the pregnancy <laughs> thing i'm i'm thinking of poor gurgi wait i literally had to bring him to the bathroom. have you guys seen elder millennial on netflix by eliza yeah the first no. half oh yeah 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 oh so funny. well you missed the fucking no, best yeah. joke oh. about we got to watch it after this okay. i won't give it away guys because Lauren and Ashley haven't watched it yet, but the joke is about dogs and it's yeah. fucking hilarious. And we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Okay. okay, but yeah, I brought Ethel in there with me once and I'm like, all right, Ethel, let's do this together. Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, she's a 20 pound dog. I know. These poor dogs, they don't even know. They're just sitting in a little cabin they of have, shit next to you. They, they have no so control much. over where they go or what happens to them. It's so sad. All right, I really feel like I've been adulting lately because I've been investing my money in one of the coolest apps that I found for investing is Robinhood. It's an investing app that allows you to buy and sell stocks, FETSs, options, and cryptos. Cryptos are very modern. All commission-free, and they strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's Hence n- the name Robinhood. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's a non-intimating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with confidence. So it's really cool. It's, like we said, no commission fees. Other brokerages can charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood, hence 
Hence the name. Yes. Very, very creative. <laughs> um, doesn't charge any commission fees, and you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. It's like actually, amazing. I don't know how they do it. I don't do know it. how they do that either. Like, how is Robinhood making their money? But maybe they're just like really charitable. <laughs> maybe, but thank you, Robinhood. <laughs> it's an easy design so you can understand all the charts and the market data. I am such a newbie to all this stuff. I really need them to like give me a, like a, a step-by-step Visual guide. representation of what you're doing. And they do a really good job. So you can place a trade and just four taps on your smartphone and because like i'm sure a lot of you guys out there are newbies like us you learn by doing it like you're learning how to invest as you build your portfolio you're discovering new stocks and you track your favorite companies with personalized news feeds like i will look at certain makeup brands or i'll look at allergan which does you know juvederm and botox and I look at companies that I'm actually interested in. Plus, you get custom notifications for price movements, so you never miss the right moment to invest. Like little ding, 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 you should invest now. So Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at getit.robinhood.com. That's getit.robinhood.com. Make your money. Try it, guys. You get a free stock in Apple, Ford, or Sprint. Come yeah, on, do crazy. it. Crazy. All right, check it out. Okay, so I got to get through this story that I felt the need to share with you guys because I also haven't really spoken to Ashley or Lauren about it in person, but Lauren's been through it with me. But you guys have heard me talk about this guy that's broken my heart before, and he's basically the only guy I ever loved, and I was dating but him. But he's not her big. He's not my big. Which is always a little confusing to me, but... Okay, so yeah. I have a big, and I actually stopped talking to big in May, because I decided I need to focus on my career, and I want to date other people, and I need to move forward and start dating people that like want to be in a relationship, right? Because that's what I want. Right. So big and I haven't really spoken. Him, his sister and I are still close, which complicates things, but that's another story for another podcast. Um, so I haven't really been dating that much this summer. I've like really haven't put a lot of time and effort towards it. Um, when I was dating this guy back in 2016, right before we started the podcast, um, I had just left the bachelor and I really wanted to like find someone and I like fell in love with this person and he had like a toothbrush at my house. And, and the reason why I liked him so much was because I was like, no one had ever really reciprocated like their feelings to me. And I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I just need to paint somewhat of the picture. So the story makes sense. So I, I met his parents on their anniversary. I like loved his dad. I thought he was so cool. And I basically thought this guy was going to be my boyfriend. And on our first date, we went to this restaurant called um, Blair's in Silver Lake. It's like this Italian hole in the wall. And I took him after the date to Chandelier Tree, which you guys all as podcast listeners know that I love this tree because I talked about how I wanted to write a children's book about this tree. Remember our New Year's resolutions? This is like the tree that I, it's basically this guy, people donate chandeliers and he puts them up in this tree. Anyways, I fucking love this tree. It's my tree. We had dessert under it. I go to it all the time. So we had our first date there. And then one time on a date, there's this guy that was an agent of mine who really isn't my agent anymore. Um, He met us for dinner one night. And that'll be relevant in the story later as well. (laughs) Um, But I haven't spoken to that person in two years. So fast forward... I think he's going to be my boyfriend. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be your boyfriend. We end up 
I had to go shoot um, the twin show for two weeks and I come back and then he totally blindsides me and he's like, I'm not ready to do this. And basically I went through all the like breakup anxiety and depression where like I had nightmares, I couldn't sleep. It was like that overall theme where I always think I'm not good enough and I thought this person was going to be my boyfriend. And I left his car crying and basically said, well, I think I love you. And to this day, like that was a lot to this day, those are the last words we've ever exchanged ever. I had ran into him in an elevator three months months after that and we didn't really talk he was like oh we should catch up one time and then we never did so this wound has been very much open for me and a very much a motivating factor in the support group heartbroken anonymous because Mm -hmm. i am the type of person that craves human connection and closure and i just can't believe that another human being that i gave my heart and soul to wouldn't even like guys like i looked at my phone every day thinking like oh he's gonna call me today and at least say like i'm sorry as well like there's no way that somebody's gonna leave you hanging with the words i think i'm in love with you and i just don't understand like i think this whole time i've been waiting for him to call and say like you did mean something to me like i'm sorry and i get envious of people that do go through breakups and that they hear from someone later on because i'm always like damn well at least they know that they meant something you know or that they're thinking about them so i've always thought this person didn't care about me so fast forward to a couple weeks ago i've been over it this happened last february um i've moved on and since and got involved with big again but now i'm like alone and I invite a couple of my friends to come to a Dodgers game to watch me host from work. And so they were like, yeah, we're available. So they get tickets to the game and I'm about to start hosting the game, but I go up in the stands to go say hi to them. And so I say hi to them. And then there's this couple sitting next to them and they overheard that I worked at Dodger stadium. I didn't tell this to you, Ashley. So they're like, oh, you work here? And I start talking to this lovely couple. They're like amazing. They're so they're so nice. They're so cute. I talk to them for like five minutes. And they're like, oh, it's so cool you work here. And then I see that there's three empty seats next to them. And then I see a man that I recognize. And it's this guy's dad. And my like heart drops because in my head, I'm like, well, this guy that broke my heart is not too far away, right? Because these right. two empty seats, he's got to be somewhere. So I go up, I say hi to his dad, I talk to him, and my heart's like beating really fast. Mm. And basically, he remembered you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like, and I loved his dad, and I knew he was like visiting out of town. And um, this was over Labor Day weekend. And basically, he's like, Well, don't go. Um, so and so will be right back. And I was like, No, I have to go. Like, I, I gotta go more no, than I ever. Go even more I was than. like, I, I work here. And he's like, Oh, you work here? And I was like, Yeah. And so I leave and I run upstairs because I'm so scared that he's gonna be like walking down the stands. And I start crying and shaking, and my heart starts beating. And I even thought it was so weird, Ashley, because I was like, I'm so over this. Like, I haven't thought about this person in like over a year now, well, you know, I mean, well, you not a year, but like, mean. you know, it's just, he hasn't been at the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. tip of my tongue or the top of my head at all. And long story short, I, I was like so nervous to go on camera and be on the jumbotron because I knew he was going to see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually oh I got through God. it. It's like, it's like the horrifying. worst case scenario. Cause it you're already, you like already get a little nervous cause you have to talk into front of so many thousands of people. Exactly. And then you're like, the wow, one person that you care seeing about seeing me. you, is the there. one person, like the whole world that you're going to be conscious. Yeah. Right. While, yeah. Talking. And he knew that I worked there. Like he, I was auditioning when we were dating anyways. 
So I make it through the game. I'm fine. And then my friends text me and they're like, he saw you on the Jumbotron and then him and his family just left so you can come back up. So I went back up and they were like, he obviously saw you, blah, blah, blah. And so that whole weekend, I'm like kind of angry. I go to Orange County um, with my friend whose mom lives in Orange County. And this woman was staying with her that's like a tarot card reader. And this woman's like, pick a card, any card. And I was like, okay. And she had like 10 decks, Ashley. I'm not even kidding. No, and Lauren, I, I thought that she went somewhere. Lauren like was telling me no, the story. No, no, no. I was like, she was... went to someone? She hates that. No, no, no. I hate it. Yeah. So this lady was just like, pick one. So I pick all these cards and it's like breakthrough and healness and this like heart with three swords in it and um anger and she's like you're gonna you're gonna have a breakthrough really soon about something but she was like reading the back of the card and guys i was trying so hard not to laugh because i was like this is the biggest <laughs> bullshit i've ever seen like don't call yourself a t- you are you're just a reading. legitimate tarot card reader you're yeah. reading the back of it don't think anything of it so then um I see that he watches my Instagram story of me at the game. And I'm like, this person is a psychopath to like have been through all this stuff with me to know that I spoke to his father, to have been to the game, to know that I was like in the same row and to not say anything. Like I was just so angry. So four days later at work, um, I get a text from the agent that I haven't spoken to in two years that met him one time at dinner. And the text message is a screenshot of this guy and a girl and she's holding her hand up and she has an engagement ring on and it's from his Instagram and the caption says, she said yes. And I'm like, oh my God. And I just think of the tarot card lady and I start crying at work and I'm like, but you, I, you had known that no, he was she, with a girl no, at the doctor. She had actually, no idea. I, and this oh, entire no. time, you guys, in my head, what he people was, often do when they break up. didn't tell you? So this is what I was going to get uh. to. So I, the whole time, I was, I thought he was like, you know, single and miserable and like how you often wish that someone that broke your heart is, right? You you hope that, and I hate that I, that I feel that way or no, felt that way. it's fine. I know, but it sucks because I should be happy for other people, but I, Irregardless, <laughs> I know that's not a word. Um, I start crying at work, and the, my friend that went to the game from my job comes downstairs, and she's like, "We didn't want to tell you, yeah. but that girl was at the game with him, and the couple that you spoke to were her parents." Oh, Can you believe? I mean, this? now in hindsight, I knew who that those parents. And I knew the parents were. My jaw just fucking dropped. I text Lauren. Lauren was on a plane, and Lauren. <clears throat> follows him and she's like i already knew I right was when i call got, you right when i landed i opened my phone and i saw the picture before i even saw your text wow she, to clarify then, naz always wanted lauren to continue to follow him so and i could let her know if something big happened which case this would have i been always it. told lauren like i just want to know like if you know i just didn't know if he's like dating someone why did she follow him and i never ended up following him because lauren met him more than you did i know I, yeah, I remember no, it did. was a tactic he wasn't texting you and I said, do you want me to follow him to refresh his memory to text you? Oh, that was like in the beginning. Yeah. So yeah. But I didn't, and I didn't tell Naz because I didn't, this, they weren't dating very long. And I was like, I'm not going to ruin her day ever by telling her this when it's so inconsequential. I already knew that he had a girlfriend because uh-huh. when she saw him at the Dodger game, I went to his profile and looked and then it all, I started realizing. You hadn't seen it before? I haven't seen anything because the pictures were like so far and few between i didn't like look at his profile every day and the, there was no insta stories i usually watch his insta stories you there, do? there was no girls in the insta story but you but you went back and they but then started I went dating back, in like and march, then i started looking right? at tags and it was march and i was like okay march whatever i'm not gonna tell her you know it's not like right. a year relationship and but honestly, then this lauren, honestly lauren i appreciate that because 
I feel like I get really like sad about those things. So it is, it, and I appreciated that my friends at the game didn't tell me either because well, you didn't. You didn't but need guys, then I start thinking I'm crying at work and I'm like, what the fuck is this universe trying to tell me right now? Like out of every game, I hadn't been scheduled at a Dodger game yeah. in a month and a half. I had to be available for that game. My friends had to be available to come to the game. The tickets had to be assigned. They were in the same row, the next seat it over, not the row weird. in front that of them. So out of weird. Dodger Stadium seats more than most. MLB stadiums it's like 50,000 seats so why not even in the same section not the row in front the next seat over and too much and the five minutes that I go up to say hi to my friends they were getting food so I didn't see them in person so I'm like that's like some spirit in the sky god whatever you believe in like did not want me to see that thankfully because I don't know if I could have handled it but also in the same point i think you get you, you're, you're gonna get more closure from this whole situation being that you were there with the dad right and that he saw you on the jumbo truck well it's funny you bring that up i'll finish i'll wrap this story up real quick because it's not a fun one so obviously i'm crying with my friend at work and i you know it's that overall theme where i'm like why wasn't it me i wasn't good enough like this sucks like he's known this girl for a couple of months mind you this person that i loved was engaged twice before mm-hmm. so it's not i ignored a lot of red flags as most people do when you really really like someone um so my friend i go i want to watch her instagram story because <laughs> this is what we do as women yep. we're yeah. fucking psychopath she's like are you sure i'm like yes i want to watch like go on your finsta and <laughs> watch her instagram story <laughs> She goes, their Instagram story, Ashley. Yeah. The night before he proposed, yeah. she went, um, he took her to Blair's and Chandelier <gasps> Tree. The place she took him. No. And as soon as I <gasps> see Chandelier Tree, I drop the phone. And I think this whole, this that whole week, like, was a lesson. And Do you think that he proposed there? He did. No. Oh, he did. He did. did. I think Chandelier it was the trees? next day. I mean, maybe. I don't, it didn't it look like been it. It could have before and then she revealed the night before. It was the night before. Who knows? Isn't that fucking crazy? I took him there. He didn't even know about it if it wasn't for me. How do you do that? My head is shaking this entire story. Just like... but am i but honestly is it surprising because this is someone that we've never even spoken words ever since i said i think i love you and gave him six months of my life and he basically lived in my house and i met his parents so then i'm all like you know i'm not good enough blah 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 all those stupid things when i know in my in my head i know i am good enough and i'm badass and i'm a really cool person but it doesn't feel that way in my heart you know like in this moment and i think it was really good that all this happened i think it was a sense of closure i think when you end things with someone it's like you always think it's 95 percent done and when you think they're not with someone there's always that five percent and you know what i'm never gonna get a call where he's gonna say i'm sorry he's never gonna say naz you meant something to me i'm never gonna get that call and i think i was finally able to really put it in the ground and bury it with some i mean good i mean literally but it was like obviously cried a lot all all (laughs) the like the sequence of events happened for a reason like you can't deny there isn't something putting those pieces together but that's isn't that insane how everything happened on the fact that he took her to those places i could never imagine taking jared somewhere that i had a meaningful memorable moment just a memorable moment yeah and I think that brings me up to the date I haven't. So I've been on multiple dates since then in the last couple of weeks. I'll tell you guys about. But what really, really sucks is I've been on a lot of dates, I think like four. And the one guy that I really like, <laughs> that I really, really wanted to ask me back out, 
we went on this date. We like watched the sunset on the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, it was a second date. Two six months apart. No, we went on a date last year. So I met this guy last year. I mean, I don't think the semantics matter because he's obviously not in my life. So I don't want to bore people with it. But we went on this second date, and I thought, you know, I'm just getting back out there. I'm trying to move forward. Like, forget about this other person. Didn't think you were gonna like this guy. I didn't think I was gonna like him. I'm like, whatever. He kind of has, you know, like we went on a date last year. He didn't ask me back out, but here we are. And I go on this date, and it's like so magical. Like we like not one awkward moment. We talk about Billy Joel and like awkwardly that means so much to me that like someone enjoys like like we had the same top favorite songs and like we went on the roller coaster and he started like a group for he started a community for men like kind of how I started Heartbroken Anonymous and in my head I'm like. The, and then we kiss each other at the end and the whole date. I'm like, I can't wait to kiss him. And I'm like attracted to him. And he has a full head of hair, which is so <laughs> rare. And we kiss and he's like, let's, you know, like definitely get back together after our trips. And then not a guy. Trips suck. Not a trips nothing. like and, kill the momentum. And you know what? I think I read, I heard this quote from Larry David in this Woody Allen movie called Whatever Works. I know Woody Allen's controversial right now, but I love Why? Larry David. Sexual harassment stuff. Um, But he goes, Larry says to his ex wife, he goes, On paper, we were ideal, but life's not on paper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think I very often, like, out of all the dates I've been on, this is the one guy, of course, I don't fucking like any of the other guys. And they're all asking me back out, like, the hour after our date. And I haven't heard from this other guy. And it's just like. You did hear one little thing from him, right? No. Didn't he text you like I'm? We're still away, and I will check Mm-mm. it. No, Mm-mm. I thought you said Nothing. that. So, but you texted him a couple of days ago, and I kind of like texted him, and I was like, "Hey, like you know, would love to get back together again. How are you?" And then he was like, "How are you?" Blah blah. blah but wasn't really like, "Let's get back together." I so in my head, I'm like, "The writing's on the wall. That's we're not going lucky. back out again." I know, and it really. And he said, "Let's get together again after," and he watches all my stories, and I'm so fucking over it. But I guess the point is, is that life, even you know, I think. Oftentimes I go on dates or people go on dates and you're like, this is my person. You know, like he checked all these boxes. He likes Billy Joel. He has a full head of hair, yeah. but life's not on paper. No, it's I just know not. that. I know, but that's, so, that's how a lot of the people, and especially the whole paper thing, the paper thing works well for a while. If the guy is perfect on paper and you enjoy your first couple of dates, you're like, oh my God, this could be it. But then you realize the paper you isn't very you important don't need in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys know that um, Lauren is pretty picky about what she eats when I make it. Like, she doesn't like everything that I make, which is really sad. But what she really does like when I make is Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company. And the meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and... Carnivore. Basically, Carnivore. a lot of diets that you're on, you can just stick with Green Chef and you can fulfill all of your dietary needs. Right. It's really easy to also stick to a diet. So if Lauren and I want to make sure that we're all like meatless during dinner, then we can, of course, just yeah. have the omnivore vegetarian. Or if we drive by a Burger King, you're like, well, let's get a Whopper. It's like, no, we have good stuff for us at home. That's true. Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along the process. Green Chef sends a wide variety of organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week. 
With Green Chef, it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options so you're not eating the same thing every night. So it avoids going to the grocery store. And condiments are Lauren and my favorite thing to eat. Like we like eat food for condiments and they have recipes that include pre-made sauces, dressings, Mm. and spices. So you get more flavor in less time. Our favorite so far has been the cumin spice steak because anything that has cumin or like a little bit of like an Indian flair always peaks my taste buds. And it's also got cheesy potatoes. And let's be real, who's ever not liked something that that is cheesy potatoes? (laughs) So if you want $50, everyone, $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash get it. That's $50 off your first box of Green Chef and go to greenchef.us slash get it. $50, guys. Come on. Let's try it. Um, now the fun shit, the fucking terrible dates I've been on okay, in the past yeah. couple days. Um, do you want to press with that? I was swiping on Naz's Tinder. Oh yeah. So Lauren, you're the reason why I met up with this first yep. guy. She was swiping on my Tinder. We were watching to all the boys I've loved before, um, at my house and she matches with this guy and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to go on a date with this guy. Like, I don't know. He just wasn't like really my type, but I like went because that's what you do. It's really, and guys on the first really date, like he surprised me actually We great conversation, but he was like, I'm an atheist and like talks about like atheism and like whatever. Oh. I don't care if people are atheists. Oh, I don't care if people are atheists. I have so many friends that are atheists. So I do not care. But like, don't lead with that on date one. Like read a right. dating Never book. Talk about religion on night one. And then the thing about, and I will say this about atheists. Um, why they seem very entitled in their thoughts. Like they want to like prove they to you. Think why that God people that believe exist. in religions dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like just let everyone believe or what they just want. for the most part or what from my personal encounters with atheists. That's yeah. Like yeah. How I don't across. care if you are. I, I love them. I'm just saying like in my head immediately in and out in the first 15 minutes of the day, I'm like, okay, well you're not the father of my children. Yeah. Cool. Cause I'm going to put up a Christmas tree, but okay, <laughs> here I am. Let me enjoy the rest of this free dinner that I can't even really eat. Cause you can't really fucking eat. You can't on a first date because you have to be a lady. No, you can it's really so eat, annoying. but we go back to the initial conversation of this podcast. You can't really enjoy your food. <laughs> you cannot enjoy so, it. And might as well get the salad, <laughs> not because you want to be ladylike with the salad, but you get the salad because you're not really going to taste your eat, food anyway. Eat minimal on the date and order a pizza when you get home. Totally true. So the highlight of this man is... Yes, so very cute. cute. <laughs> okay. So the highlight of this man is that basically he asked me back out right away and he's like, let's get dinner. And I'm like, I think we can come up with something more fun than dinner because like I'm fucking over these like LinkedIn mm-hmm. interview like d- dinner dates. And so he texts me, he takes me out on a second date and oh, he's like, we're going to go go-kart racing. And I look up the closest go-kart oh, place and it's oh, no, an it's hour far. away, yeah. Ashley. Yeah. An hour. You drive an hour. And him. I'm like, oh my God, I have to be in the car with this guy I don't even really like for an hour. He no. was really nice. If, and you know what? My life, he'll probably listen to this. So, hey, you were yeah. really nice, just not my person. Um, so we stop at K- a Kentucky Hut, a KFC uh-huh. um, Taco Bell, yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he gets Kentucky Fried Chicken and Taco Bell. Nice. I okay. just get Taco Great Bell. Great I like him. Um, so then we go go-kart racing, and I'm like, it's actually so fun because I'm like on my own, you know? Like yeah. you're like in your own car, <laughs> and I'm just like fucking killing it, and it's like really fun. He, We finish our laps, and he takes his helmet oh, no, off, guys, he's gonna... and he's sweating. It looks like he jumped in a pool, <laughs> and he like runs to the bathroom, and he's like, I think I got food poisoning <gasps> from the KFC, oh, and I'm no. like, Jesus. 
Jesus Aww. Christ. Like I'm an hour away from home. So we had to sit in his car while he like sipped water and the air conditioning was on. And it's like 1130. And I'm like, I have to be back home. Like I'm fucking an hour away. Did but I did up? feel really bad for him. He didn't throw up. So he's like, oh, I'm like, so do you want bad. me to drive? He's like, no. He's like, I'll, I'll drive. It's fine. Did you like, he goes to silence? drive. He goes to, you know, when you get on a highway and you go on that loop to yeah. get on a highway, he crashes into gravel. No. And I'm like, can I drive? And he's like, sorry, sorry. Like my depth of perception's up. I no. had to drive this guy's car home. And the only silver fucking lining was that. I was like, well, he's not going to kiss me because he's about to fucking oh my hurl. God, no. He and he drops me off. No. And he didn't. We didn't kiss. So thankfully. So that was uh, date number that one. That is the most <laughs> guy number embarrassing oh my thing God. I've ever I mean, we can't poo-poo him for this. It's no. a very unfortunate set of events. But on the way there, he was—he got lost, and he was like, "I know I'm a little weird." He's like, so, "He's like, I, I do feel like I'm a psychopath sometimes." And he was—and <laughs> we were lost. And guys, I put it in my ways because I'm like, "This is how I'm gonna go." Like, maybe we're not yes. even going to a go kart place. I know. I'm this is what it's like psycho. being single. This is terrifying. Nah, that is, is scary. It was scary. But then he was like, "No, I don't mean like a real psychopath." And then guess what, guys? I did the NAS test. I played Billy Joel. He's like, "I've never heard any of this music." I'm like, "Are oh. you?" So no. Oh, this is this that is a maybe kicker. Is a psychopath? No, then. this is a kicker. This is a kicker. He goes, "Do you want to play some music?" I'm like, "No, I like listening, like discovering new music. Like you play something. Yeah. Do you know what he puts yeah. on?" Oh no, oh, no. Marilyn Manson. <laughs> really. <laughs> So I think he's satanic. Anyways, so that was guy number one. Wait, oh, he'd never heard a Billy Joel song. He like heard, but like you know, he doesn't know. He doesn't know the words to Billy Joel's greatest hits. It's very bizarre. How old was he? Uh, not old. Okay, next guy is older. Is French Italian? So accents. You don't like accents, Ashley. And you know what I realized going out with a foreigner yeah. is that you kind of have to talk different. Yeah, to totally. make them understand Lauren something likes different. the way that she talks to them different. So, but what I realize is that you're not even really being yourself then. No, and not. then, and then I think I realize I don't like not being myself around. Yeah, yeah that's, but yeah. he was amazing. Like he has two kids. Wait, tell small. me how you met him. Tinder. Oh, okay. All these are Tinder. Okay. So he has two kids. Why so- Tinder and not the league like you were using? I don't. I wasn't like really meeting great people in the league. Guys just go on Tinder because it's easy and that's what they know. They're not going to okay. like search for. A I feel better like way guys on Tinder will ask you out. I'm not doing Bumble because I'm overreaching out first. I'm not. Yeah, I don't have time for that them. shit. I didn't think the guys on Hinge the most, were that cute. Like pool of guys, but Tinder okay. are the weirdos. I feel like you get murdered on Tinder over Hinge, maybe. But your odds are better of meeting someone. <laughs> that is true. This is a numbers game. So okay, I go on a date okay, okay, with this okay. guy with kids, and again, guys, in my head, I don't care if people have kids. But like, I don't know. I'm like, well, these cuties asked me out. Let me try this out. Yeah. I don't think this is my person either. But really nice date. Our second date, we went to Malibu. But all he was talking about, he was... Did you drive in the car with him to Malibu? Yeah. That's a that was a our second date. Our first date was at... Um, I shouldn't say anything specific, huh? Because then he'll know it's him. He already knows it's he him already by knows French it's him. Italian. So whatever. We went to Chaconis on our first date. Okay. So anyways... Um, this person had a lot of money at a very young age and now he's older and all he does are we talking 40s no like late 30s all he did guys was like talk about money the whole time and how like he's gonna make it again one day and and i literally told him at the end of the date like you talk about money so much and like 
I think when you go, when you're with someone that's older and he's like a dad, he needs someone to fit in his life, and yeah. I just didn't see him fitting in mine. There you go. So yeah. I told him like, but like religion, don't talk about money on the first date. Don't talk about money until like you're know. basically. People are so guys are so dating. bad at dates. Like just be funny and be. Oh, this is what I realized. You know the guy Venn diagram. You can't find three. I don't know how you found funny. all three. I told you. That's Good why I feel like something's going to happen. Funny, hot, and smart. And to oh. me, I just want someone funny <laughs> and, and there's smart. there's the apartment job and oh, uh, no. person. Funny, hot, and smart. You can only find funny, two out of the three. Smart. I oh, want yeah. a funny, I'm smart not. guy, but a lot of the guys I date are hot and smart. or um, Hot and funny. Exactly. No. No, not, not cute. hot and funny. funny yeah, and smart. big is hot and funny. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy I loved was funny and smart. But these guys, like, they don't, they're not funny and they're not fun. And I need to be with someone that makes me laugh. Oh, and guess what, Ashley? He was a vegan. No way. And I How brought up, eat with him? I brought up McDonald's fries and he was like, not having it. And I was like, oh, oh this is not going to work. Anyways. Wait, so he was like, I'm going to make money again? He was just like saying, like he was like a multimillionaire, and he like kept talking about like how he's gonna get back up there one day, that's and like that really was awkward. that's weird. And it's nice for someone to be ambitious and stuff. I just can't. That's just not. No I can't numbers. talk about that all the time. No, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you just reminded me of my. I don't get it that I was gonna share. Oh, so the first guy, go kart food poisoning man. <laughs> This is my. Was he hot? This, they're they're all cute. Like okay. I'm not gonna go on a date with someone that's right. like you know. But they weren't the love of your life. They weren't my person. But this is the biggest fucking I don't get it, guys. This guy would send me voice texts. Oh no, that's a sign of an old man. What the fuck is the point of a voice text? Text me or pick up the phone and call. What are these fragmented shits that I can't even put on speaker that that I have to put up to my ear? It is so creepy. Uh, I have a couple girls who do that, it's and I'm weird. like, I don't understand. I, don't know. I think you have communication issues if you use voice text. But, I, no, think I think you think need you have to pick up the phone and call. Maybe because you're like foregoing the text. But why wouldn't you just call someone, Lauren, and have a normal conversation? Then I understand being in a meeting, driving. Yes, obviously, I understand those things. I'm talking about like having a combo. Uh, I don't know. I received a two minute and 30 second voice memo from my old first love like last week. Her it, original big. It and it's like so. It's fucking it's, weird. It's, Wait, why didn't I know no, about this? I'll it's so it wacky you. that we can't even talk about it on the podcast because it, embar- it, it makes well, me Well, it's sad. in Lauren's life, so it's wacky as fuck. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, standard. God. He was that's, like, well, that's different if you like don't want a response from someone and you're just like, I want to get these feelings out and I want them to hear my voice, right? But like to have a back and forth, like I'm texting and yeah, you're no. voicing. No, that is so. Like, it has you're to be the same form of communication. If you think I'm voice memoing you back, I don't get yeah. it. Don't that get makes it. me feel awkward just recording it. Mm-hmm. It's like when I talk to my phone, I don't feel natural. Anyway, okay, so Third talk date. about the th- last date. The last date. I wish I could tell you who this person's ex was. I'll tell you after the podcast, okay, but famous? I can't say or on. somebody we know. Not someone famous, but not someone not not known. But basically, I matched with this person. I had no idea who they were. They were really cute. We meet at this restaurant. And as I'm waiting for him to show up, because I showed up first, I like, you know, I do the Instagram dive. I'm like looking at the tags and shit. And he has two Instagrams. He gave me his food Instagram, but I found his real Instagram. He has a food Instagram? He has a food Instagram. I like him. I found his It's real- Jonathan, Kim's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I found his real Instagram, food of God. He's yeah. so weird. It's not him. Um. And then found out that he posted a picture of the girl that he was dating or is dating like a week before. Uh -uh. And it looked like really lovey. And she commented back. And then all of a sudden, right before he walks in, I'm like, this guy has a fucking girlfriend. And so the whole day, you know her? Have you met her? She, I've never, I've kind of met her. 
Um, it was weird because she's somewhat of an idol to me. Oh. It was very fucking like weird. A fashion, like an influencer. I'll tell you after. Okay. So then, anyways, she basically, um, I, this whole day, I'm like, oh my god, I think he's still in a relationship. And he like walks me home, and then he texts me, and he's like, sorry if I was weird on the date because he was kind of weird, mm-hmm. and I didn't respond. And then an hour later, he's like. Oh, I didn't think I was that bad. And then I was like, um, are you in a relationship? And then he called me and basically was like, we're still on and off. But like, oh, I'm not wow. in a relationship and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bye. Do not have time for this like American Airlines baggage. That's why he was being weird because he didn't know how yeah. all in to go. Yeah. He Maybe. also was probably like on the date with you and may have been like, oh, I miss her. Oh, I don't know weird. what it was, but it was weird. Anyways, but I'm not, done. A, not not really, because then he texted her after twice. Yeah, just to confirm that he wasn't a weirdo. Well, I don't know. Don't I don't care. If, the girl or not, I wasn't going to go on a second no, date this okay. guy anyway. Yeah. That, that, that's what yeah. my next So yeah, I'm three was. for three, and the one guy I really like won't fucking text me. Wow. <laughs> I really like this guy for you. I know, well, not but anymore, I don't. That story know. reminded me of the hairdresser, remember? Yes. Because the I, one that was, ghosted you that we tried was, to call yeah. with Becca, who's now pregnant. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Crazy and amazing. She's such a stunning she looks mom. so cute pregnant. She's, she's very so cute pregnant. She's like Juno, but prettier. But she's like 24, so of course she's gonna be cute oh, pregnant i oh. want to be cute pregnant and like my ship has almost sailed as a 28 year old so cute and pregnant Boy, can you not that's so depressing <laughs> I, I could actually not. see you getting pregnant this year oh god well, we're gonna try <laughs> what if they did on the on the fucking cruise because they didn't have condoms I, I got my pier like the day after so we did it we should just end the podcast oh here that was god, so full circle we couldn't even have scripted that <laughs> okay then bye bye guys bye. love you i don't This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.